You're listening to Adventures in Middle-Earth Actual Play Using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on Obsidian Portal where our campaign is called In the Shadow of the Mountains. You can cross-reference this episode as 2946 Third Age Episode 4. You'll find links to that and our other forms of media for our sessions as well as an index of this episode in the description. Last episode the party started a journey west with a message bound for Bjorn but picked up a way out of their depth father and son heading west. The father was captured by a multitude of spiders and the party tracked him back to the arachnids lair. This episode starts with the dangerous rescue mission. Well, let me give you a quick pricey of kind of where you got up to while we're, while we're waiting. Um, we can, as I said, make a bit of a soft start. So after a period of time at the Festival of the Five Armies, you eventually met up with the king, um, who was a gruff but very sort of straightforward chap and agreed to take a message to Beyond through the woods. During that early part of that journey, you encountered father and son, Baldor and son, who you agreed to help. They had been waylaid by bandits, and you actually made pretty good progress with your mount pony through the western, uh, sorry, through the eastern side of Mirkwood until last night and unfortunately whether it was down to just the serious murkwood or there was some, some something else to do with the enchanted stream that you just crossed but baldor had to lose his mind and ran off into the woods you were unable to track him um, and decided to start again the next day and tracked him successfully to an ancient ruin um lot of the ruins collapsed and defunct now apart from part of a tower still standing and walls of a keeper standing right on top of those two walls in the murk of the canopy is baldor trussed up like a spring chicken in webs and looks unconscious or asleep or dead and you were making plans to rescue him i know you were doing that offline as well um one one other little snippet of information that brother haters got before you left dale was a strange hobbit in uh two gentlemen were talking about west side of murkwood has apparently been set up not a day's walk from the gate on the western side of murkwood whether that's true or not you don't know but you picked that up haters before you left so that's where you're up to you are now at the base of this tower bricking yourselves looking up mm. at dozens of these spiders all looking to be asleep um it's daylight they're under the canopy it's gloomy under here but you can clearly see them when you climb the tower next to it and you're making plans so over to you guys so i think we the consensus was that our best bet is to try and sneak in and release baldor if that's right, folks. I believe so, with option two as a backup. Which yeah. was distract them, lure them away, or drive them away with fire, or...? Yeah, so um, we had uh, option one, stealthily cut them down, lowering them to us and sneak them away. Uh, and then uh, mm-hmm. option two was big distraction on the other side, and I think um, uh, Amal Frida suggested maybe a fire or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we can find some cocoons or nests and just set fire to them, it might pull some of them away. So I guess the best thing is if we do not wake any spiders. Yeah. 
Um, otherwise, we're in a a world of pain, aren't we? Yeah, I'm particularly worried about the one called Oddly Runty. Oh, that's right. They all had fascinating names, didn't they? Well padded and ungainly, etc. Yes. Ah. <laughs> yeah, Oddly Runty has got me a bit worried. It's got you oddly concerned. And unusually, I think, I think, unusually I, sculpted has got me a bit horny. <laughs> there's, there's one called sexy as well. Like that, that should be particularly uh, disconcerting. Oh, <laughs> very right, yeah. meaty. Yeah. Um, fortunately, there's some called crippled and um, ailing. So uh, those ones shouldn't cause too much of a problem. Okay, so how many people do we want to send to sneak in? Because that sneak, we've got to climb up onto the wall again, haven't we? And then cut him down. Yeah, you saw two obvious routes to him. Uh, you're not sure which is easiest, but one is to scale the wall. Um, it does, as the map shows, contain strands of web. The other yeah. way is almost like a web bridge that would mm -hmm. span between the tower and the damaged wall and then navigate across the top of the wall. Either would probably give you a route up to him. Does that look sticky, that web bridge? It's... It's hard to say that it's very, very thick, almost like, I guess, paracord thickness cords. It's not like rope thickness, but he looks well stuck and trussed up, so possibly. I seem to vaguely remember that spiders are very good at feeling the vibrations within their webs. Uh, they almost wait so they can feel things moving on their webs or feel things struggling in their webs. And that kind of activates them in terms, alerts them in terms of something's you know somewhere and i think they're very good at locating and tracking things touching or moving on their webs that would be a concern of mine as we start twanging I'd, their wires I'd, I'd rather go for the wall approach rather than trying to use a bridge i think the bridge as you said would would just let them because we're about to move and sway on that bridge it also we're yeah and we're also above the ground if they choose to attack <laughs> us when we're halfway across the bridge or whoever is across the bridge, I think you know, they're going to be in a bit of bit of trouble. I'd, I'd rather go for the wall personally. And who are we going to? Who's going to volunteer first for this mission? Uh, I'm an old man with aching knees and back, and so a mission like this is beyond me nowadays. Back in the back in the day, I'd have signed up immediately, but oh, <laughs> my lumbago is giving me havoc. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. I've got. A really <laughs> I think it might be contagious. Well, I think I, I think I slept badly. <laughs> um, I think last time, I think Amal Frieda and um, Sigma snuck up last time. Do you want to send one or two? And have you, have you got everyone got their roles for like if Plan A goes to cop, what Plan B is and that kind I was of gonna stuff? Say that there, there is always the pragmatic option, which is you know, this the damn fool got himself. Into he's, he's a nice guy, but, but we only met him a few weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the lad, isn't it? Really? Yeah, but you know, life's hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we get a, a small fire going just so we, if we need to light yeah. anything, we can we can. Resource. Yeah, and um, I'll get a couple um, of arrows out. Can we see any um, cocoons or any? Uh, they're probably not going to be attracted to those anyway because that would be food. But okay, yeah, okay. Let's let's get a fire lit then. Um, have we got any flasks of oil or anything like that? Anything flammable? Mm, um, cool. I don't think I've got two oil flasks. If you click on the party, open the party sheet and open the inventory tab, just check you can see that. That's got basically everything across all of your character's inventory. Right. Place. 
Uh, and I'm just looking for oil. I've got one flask of oil. Oil, yeah, you've got four flasks of oil between you. Amalfrida's got two, Sigma one, Monium one. Yeah, I see them, yeah. So we've got enough flasks of oil to uh, create fire arrows if we've got some wadding as well. Where do you want this fire, Monin? Do you want it back here out of sight? Yeah, just where we are behind this wall is probably a good idea. Okay. This was bringing the character. Uh, right, just behind this wall here. Who's going to sneak up? Uh, Sigma's probably the stealthiest. Sigma, are you up yep, for this? Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm up for it if we're sure that this is the way we want to go. I don't know if we've got any other options, to be honest. So, what, so I, am I going to sneak up to the wall, climb up the wall, cut him down? She's high up, isn't she? Yeah, if you make the climb, I'll come across with you and wait underneath. Um, that way, if you do run into trouble, um, you at least have somebody there to give you some immediate help, while the other two wait back by the fire. And if we don't like what we see, presumably they can start chucking fire around like it's going out of business. Yeah, so I'll, that's what I'll do. I'll do that. I'll, I'll rain fire down on them. So will we throw fire, fiery brands, fiery arrows at the spiders, or will we try and create a fire to one side to either scare them, drive them off, distract them? Just it's always better plan for if things go wrong than just. Well. I, I can't see that fire is going to actually attract them. If anything, it's going to drive them away. So I'd be tempted mm. to throw fire straight at them. Fine, that's fine. And drive them away from us. If they if they hear you, yeah, or yeah, if they discover you, that, yeah. see with all yeah, that exactly. web uh, all along that yeah. wall there. That's what I'll try and go for. Yeah, because I will be just to the right of that. Okay. So this little round tower, John, how ruined is it? How defensible it will it be? Because I mean, I'm, I'm sure they like running through webs, but they can also run across the ground. Yeah. So if we do have to hold uh, ourselves up, can we do it in there? You could, uh, although the southeast quadrant is crumbled, probably no more than two or three feet high and r very pretty rough terrain. So this area around here is hard hard going to go over it, but spiders may be able to clamber across that pretty easy. Yeah. And the roof's open. So they could, if they can go across all of the canopy of trees, and just emphasize this kind of clearing that looks like on the map is fairly fully covered by canopy 60, 70 feet above. So it's going to be three-dimensional. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they could easily go across there and potentially come down on webs or something. But you've never seen these kind of things before, so you don't really know. Well, in fact, actually, you've probably got nightmares about these things, Sigma. You may well have oh, yeah. not necessarily fought them, but... My, my last party was wiped out by them, wasn't it? Yeah, so... Monin's first arrow is going to be um, a normal arrow. Just in case it goes tits up, he's going to try and go for a Robin Hood type shot and shoot the the thread that's holding the cocoon of him. This could be amusing. Okay. Have we got anything that can assist Brave Sigma in terms of I don't know helping him? Having like a friend. prime or <laughs> yeah. Can we give inspiration dice to people, John? I've got one. You've got one. Okay. No, they're they're solely personal. Okay. Yeah, personal use Named recipient only. All right. Well, wish me luck. Good luck. Make a stealth check if you want to try and stealthily sneak to the bottom of the wall. 
Sig- Sigmar, before you leave, you don't want them coins jangling, so do you want to give the purse over to me? And I'll, I'll give them back to you when they come back. Yes, and I'll count them out into your hand. <laughs> uh, okay. Is that in the tower, John, still? Yeah, stealth in the tower, thanks. Oh, I need to unlock the tower. Okay, so, wow, the three of you who have remained hidden behind the wall are astonished at how quiet Sigma almost sort of disappears, blends into the forest, and you don't hear a single sound. Uh, and you get to the bottom of the wall there, Sigma. Mm-hmm. The next up is Amalfrida. Um Right, I'm going to wait until Sigmar uh, has climbed up to the top, and then I'll go across. Okay, so Hathus or Mona, are you guys doing anything? Just Beyond watching. A small, a small prayer to any religion that seems to fit the bill. No, keeping very still, very quiet, and watching intently. Yeah, and Mona's praying to Mahal quietly for their, for their good deliverance. Okay, so you're at the base of the wall, Sigmar. It mm-hmm. looks about 30 to 40 feet high. It looks kind of tricky mainly because you've touched a web at the bottom and it does appear to be pretty sticky it's not completely coated in them but there are a few hanging across the wall and attached to it so you're trying to climb and avoid those and avoid getting stuck in them do that successfully you need to give me a strength athletics check um it's pretty quiet but uh the the climb looks a bit fairly daunting um so do that in the open perfect you a quiet, stealthy, you manage to find finger and toe grips in this crumbling mortar. More importantly, don't dislodge any rocks or stones on the way up. And you make it up to what would have been a wall, probably at rough roof level of this keep. Um, you peer over and literally 10 to 15 feet of all around you are spiders to your west and south. And your heart is hammering in your chest. Um so you are you are right up next to you've avoided webs Uh, i'll just move you onto the wall but you're right next to baldor who's hanging not five feet in front of you about head of head down about two feet above the level of this stone wall i should wait for uh i'll make my stealth roll then in the tower to come across good luck could all go to cock sigma hit right here oh frida okay uh, no, it's, it's going to go to cock for Amalfrida fractionally later than for Sigma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Amalfrida goes across to the wall. One moment. There's a meaty crack, Amalfrida, when you're, you get to about there on your way across. Okay. Meaty as crack. Your, as your foot breaks a stick, rotting stick on the floor, and it makes a incredibly loud to use Sigma crack sound. And suddenly, here, <clears throat> what is this? <laughs> and all around you, spiders start moving. Amalfrida, you finish your move rapidly going to the wall. Both of you are pretty panicked. They're starting to move, but they look very sleepy, guys. So you might have a short space of time to effect a rescue before they're fully awake. Uh, next up is Hathus. You get to act. I will look at Monin, um, and I will probably bend down, get a 
burning branch in my hand, but not do anything more than that, and definitely not move to make any sound. Okay. I'm keeping an eye on moaning, as, so it, and I'll probably, if I can hold an action to throw my burning branch or something, if he fires at something, then I will do so. All right. Moaning, you get to act next. Okay, so they're quite close to be able to cut it if they needed to next round. Um, Sigmar definitely is. Sigmar's literally kind of poised to do just that. Uh, he was kind of waiting for Emil Frieda to come up and provide a bit of support, moral or otherwise, and then panicked. N nearly trapped himself when he heard the twig snap underfoot. Okay, Monan will swap to a normal fire arrow, um, uh, ignite it, and wait. Okay, so you're just ready in action. Uh, what's the trigger for you to... I'll probably wait till next round. see spiders? Okay, yeah, so basically I'm going to see on. if they cut through and then aim for that wall as pre-arranged. No problem. All right. So, Sigma, you get to act now. And the spiders are coming to life. You can see eyes opening, lock on you <sighs> on top of the wall. Uh, I'll smash the uh, thing holding Felder up with my dagger and... Okay, so to, as fast as I can. To do that, your choice. It uh, takes a sleight of hand, which is a dexterity check, or a strength athletics check to sever it um, in exactly the right place to kind of lower him down as quickly as you can. Well, that would be sleight of hand for me. <clears throat> Good luck. Ah, oh, these nice. rolls are much better. Yes. Phenomenal. Okay, so not only do you just cut him, and he doesn't just tumble headfirst 30 feet onto his head in the bottom of the forest, but... You kind of lay him slowly down on the wall and even manage to keep a length of threaded, this sort of threaded sticky web in your hand and start lowering him down the wall. Good job. Uh, so that is your action. Is there anything else you want to do? So I, I'll let you as a bonus action and move, lower him. Uh, what could it be? Yeah, you could lower him 30 feet this round. So you kind of lower him hand over hand, straining with the effort down towards Amor Frida. Still stuck up in the web obviously. As, as soon as it's safe, I'm just going to let him go because she's she's there to catch him, I think, is the plan. Yeah. Alright, so you lower him sort of like 10 to ten to 15 feet, which will be, I'd say you could have half a move as well if you only lower him that far and kind of just let him drop. I'll, I'll handle that when it's Amor Frida's turn. Um, but you can then start clambering down if you want are you ha how are you moving down? Are you uh, rapidly? <laughs> All right. So give me. Bear in mind that the wall's quite sticky. I assume that that's gonna. Yeah, but really you're concerned about just getting stuck in a web. That's yeah. that's your main concern. Not my main concern is wouldn't... getting away and not being eaten. <laughs> a fair point. Uh, okay, so give me a strength athletics check at minus two because you're going fast to climb down the wall, and and you'll be able to move. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you get right the way down <laughs> you get right the way down to the ground and Amelfried is frankly standing there looking amazed at what you've just done um, uh, Amelfried it's your turn now to try and catch this sticky cocoon of web that's dropping down on top of you so give me a yeah, strength athletics check to try and pluck him out of the air oh Okay, for your gratification, that's a reasonable role. Um, you've affected an unbelievable rescue. So Sigmar and Amalfrida, Amalfrida's got Baldor, Jillian is in her arms, threw him over one shoulder fairly nonchalantly with her strength and 
you can actually start moving Amal Frida um, this round as well if you want to. Uh, yeah, I'll head straight back. Okay, so move up to 30 feet. Okay, so you guys can see Amal Frida's head bobbing above the wall with her sticky cocoon over her shoulder. And you can no longer see Sigmar uh, up there. He appeared to have rapidly descended. Okay, unfortunately... Spiders start to move. Spiders Colossal. are moving now. And there uh... are some spiders making their way across. If I can actually see where Colossal is. This, you see a spider come up to the top of the wall. So if that triggers an action for you guys, have at it. There's a spider just snickered over to the top of the wall and is got his forelimbs in the air. It seems to be kind of sniffing the air with maybe horrible looking mandibles and stuff at the front of his mouth. What do you want to do, Cletus, Monin? Well, I was, my action was if Monin attacks something, then I attack the same one. So that's my readied action. Presumably okay, so Monin. Fire arrow um, there, that arrow finishes. Okay, so you're aiming basically at a whole bunch of web and stuff at the door. Yeah, and wood yeah. at the top of the wall up there. So All right, so give me area. a standard to hit roll. It's fairly easy because it's static, so it's got a very low armor class, but just give me a hit roll. Oh, <laughs> you've taken the wall Holy out. Holy mackerel, well. what, what is going The last <laughs> four is... rolls are 18, 20, 19, 20, so it's yeah. doing well. Um, okay, this fire arrow, I was going to even sort of say, give you a chance that it may go out, but it, it sticks in a <laughs> phenomenal spot right in a piece of very dry looking dead wood surrounded by spider webs and immediately there is uh, a fire that springs to life on top of the wall let me just give you a fire taken up there <laughs> nice job anything else you want to do reach for um and another fire arrow but that's it okay so you you dip it in uh dip the end in the in the flames next to you. I need to come up with some rules around these. Uh, I don't think it would be 100% successful all the time, but not at the moment. Um, Hathus, triggers your action How do well. I do an attack then for, which isn't sort of key to a specific weapon like my dagger or staff? Or do I just do that? I'll, I'm just going to throw a burning brand pretty much where Monin's obviously set it going. But you So... To give you an idea, you probably wouldn't have much more than about 20 to 30 foot range with a burning brand as okay. an improvised weapon. It wouldn't go that far. Uh, similarly okay. with oil flowers, you, you need something basic to give it a lot more oomph than that. If I move forward, uh, that's the whole action then, isn't it? In which case, I can't Yeah, I can't shoot now and I can't throw it that far and I don't want to set Ammo 3 to on fire with my 30 <laughs> foot range. So, okay. I'll, yeah. In which case, I can't do the attack I was ready and then can I say... You could, I mean, you could run to the wall, I don't know, mm -hmm. this area, um, and throw it at maybe at the base of the wall. Yeah, that, that, that kind of area. Yep. That, that okay. would be fine. Yeah. Happy with that. So, how shall I do the attack? Just, just roll a dagger throw attack, and yeah, so um, that's the little bomb one, isn't it? And you just got a burning stick. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, someone's got to do the poor rolls. <laughs> So the stick goes end over end and just sort of yeah, no, it appears fine. to kind of fizzle out a bit in the air, lands kind of two thirds way to the wall, but doesn't cause it. No, it's fine. It's fine. All doing our all right. Yeah. Large spider. He skitters across to the top of the wall, making his chattery sound. Um, oh, these things are horrible, and they are 
very angry looking. Um, <laughs> next up, unusually overweight. He <laughs> is less, left and most second row up on the northwest crew. Starts kind of going towards the south. Uh, he's climbing, so you can see him going up into the canopy by the looks of things. Um, now it's you, Hathus, as a standard action. Um, as your normal turn, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So what's the range of a thrown dagger? 20, 60. Oh, the range isn't fantastic, is it? No, so 60 would be a disadvantage. He'll burn an inspiration. I assume he takes away the disadvantage, does it? So he'll use an inspiration and throw a dagger at the spider, which is near Baldur, even though Baldur is being carried by Amalfrida, yeah? So colossal. Yeah, yeah. so just target it. Good yeah. luck. 17 plus 4, 21. <laughs> wow. This dagger comes flying over the wall from the arm <laughs> of a rickety old man <laughs> and skewers it firmly in the face, right? <laughs> Roll damage. Uh, five. <clears throat> nice. Okay. He's wounded. Cool. Next up, villainous yeah. scornful laughter. I'm going to go through a full round and then kind of take this as a more general approach. Yes, so you, second you actually... right, top row, north. Got it, thank you. Through. Kind of in the canopy, probably 40 <clears throat> to 50 feet above you, um, going up, running up legs and skittering along as he goes. A um, couple of others, so conservative howl. Uh, that's strangely yeah. apt looking at the uh, conservative leadership challenge Fast, farthest to the left on the <laughs> northwest yeah, and all of these are fanning out ungainly yeah, and un ungainly is rightmost second row northwest thank you going above you and down from this spider sigma comes almost like, a, like almost like a fishing line drops through but it's a web that drops down from maybe 20 or 30 feet above you. Clearly didn't know where you are, but it looks like he's fishing for, for you or for whoever <laughs> just, just happened there. This sort of sticky web is dangling roughly underneath where that spider is, uh, a few feet above the ground only. Monin, your action. Okay, another fire arrow. I don't know if the tower's in the way, though, but if possible, that clump of web so in you, there. Yeah, that's you could do that. Okay, I'll try that then. So you cannot see that. You need to move to, ah, okay. to see that going north. Would that be enough? Yep. Um, so you kind of, it's fairly tough going. You clamber up some stones, but being a dwarf, you find that easier than most. And you're standing astride a, a wall that's probably about five feet high. And you've got a clear shot at that area now. Wow, nice shot. So another fire arrow hits the wall there and a little blaze starts that's good nice and that is right in the midst of a bunch of spiders there excellent you have no more movement left but you could take a bonus action if you have one i'll, I'll just reload then yeah so um, reloading would be normal fine. bow this time uh, sorry normal arrow have to be this time because i'm nowhere near the fire okay bothered empty jaunt where are you Bottom row, leftmost of the northwest team. Got him. So he, you can't really see that actually. Um, I should probably hide a bunch of these now, but it doesn't appear to be coming forwards. Verbal lisp. 
He's the rightmost of the second from top row in the northwest. He appears to be skittering back away from the fire in the camera. Ah, they're fleeing. Love it. Sexy. Ooh, should be able to see him. <laughs> there he is. Oh, he definitely... They're on the charge. Scarpers backwards. Wan, your dog doesn't do anything. Good. Disappointing smile. <laughs> there is a an add-in I can get that basically sticks top to right highlight. Of, top right of the northwest bunch. Skitters back as well. Uh, we'll just go through the full round and then come out of initiative nasty gate yeah he legs it east in the canopy and another fairly well padded <laughs> ch a chunky one uh <laughs> yeah he's he's in the middle he of the yeah northwest heads, heads back as well uh baldor doesn't do anything he's stuck mocking jaunt middle of the three and the southern bunch uh, horizontal next to the fire Thank you. Skitters away west. One with like really chunky legs. <laughs> <laughs> meaty looking one. Very Top meaty. Left. There we go. Yeah. yeah, got him. He kind of skitters back as well. They look like they're going. You're not sure whether it's the threat of the fire because they're not really raging through the webs or anything or just the light that's scaring them, but it's kind of having some effect, which is good. Cumulative laughter. Northwest lot. Left one of the two and the bottom row. Thank you. I think they're just scared of my imposing visage. And the next one was next to that one, John, so the one next to it. What yes, was next to it? it? Thanks. Loyal, infuriating guffaw. Like the so, pony doesn't do anything. He's well away. Right, so I'll just move some of these. Used to see the fight that pony. Just get a new one. Brilliant. They're scattering away, which is really good. There are only three that look... Menacing. vaguely threatening immediately right now are Colossal who's came up to the wall doesn't seem to be that scared of the fire and is slightly injured ungainly and very villainous scornful laughter you've affected a, the first part of the escape <laughs> to be honest much better than I thought you were going to do Amalfrida's got Baldur over her shoulder Sigmar and Amalfrida and uh, is ba back on the ground and no one's been bitten or attacked by spiders directly yet. So what is your plan? Are you going to try and basically literally just scarper for it or fight in withdrawal? What's, what's, how would you try and get back to your horse in the track and the road? I'm My vote scarper. Two people okay. carrying... Um, someone helps Animal Frieda carry Balfour, Balda. Aye. Maybe Moni maybe Moni does that if he's strong and I'll I'll shout instructions like step up or left or watch out for the branch or something so they don't blunder into yeah. something. Um, okay, so just hoof set. Okay, no Sigma, worries. If you what can are... hold them off, <laughs> I will meet you back at the new inn that we haven't been to. What I will, um, what I'm going to ask you to do is everyone give me a two checks in the tower. One, is a survival check or a strength athletics check, whichever you prefer. And that is to basically see, can you navigate successfully through the forest fast back to the rack? And the second one is a pure stealth check to see if you can do it quietly. So survival in the tower, yeah? Yeah, this will be a group check. So I'm going to basically take almost like, it's not quite a group average, but I'm going to look at what the group runs with and see 
Oh, well, you do. You make a really good fist of it initially being fairly stealthy and quiet moving off. You make a few wrong turns. You get got turned around in the forest a little bit, but eventually find a way to navigate through briar and bracken overhanging bits of wood and you finally see a, a place that you recognize and are quite confident in the way you're going however there are still two atacops that are wow. pretty resiliently on your trail um sorry two large spiders that are uh, on your trail you've basically evaded the the large nest of them they probably have bigger bigger problems but the colossal and ungainly tenacious and followed you this is not anywhere near this ruin. It's not actually a ruin. It's basically just a wooded area. They're in, appear to be in the trees and are coming in from the west. I move you all fairly close together. Uh, Amal Frieda, Monin, you were kind of sharing the carrying task for carrying yeah, Baldor sorry. back. Yep. Um, pretty heavy, but uh, you haven't really got time to cut him down or see if he's conscious. And I want everyone to roll initiative. And in the trees behind you, you can still hear the skittering of these Atacops coming at you. Okay, Sigma, you do get to act first. Okay, what have I got? I can I see either of them? Yeah, it's passive perception. It's okay. It's on your. It's on the carriage sheet front page. Your it's thirteen. So yeah, you can see them. I'm going to take a shot at um, ungainly. Okay. Good luck. Twang. Ouch! Uh, my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to that sigma. You had a very bent arrow or something. It just does kind of banana loop up into the air and just disappears in the canopy of trees, missing it wildly. Uh, do you want to move at all anywhere? Uh, so is this terrain actually here, or are we just kind of in the open? No, it's it's all fairly easy terrain. Uh, fairly open part of the woods. You're getting near the road now. No, I'll just stand there and reload. Athos. Uh, I've got nothing missile like to get near these things unless I split up from everyone, run forward, and then I'm too far away. So I will move. So everyone's location is correct. So I'll move, I know, somewhere next to, between Moaning and Animal Feeder, because I feel that's the safest place to be. And I'm ready in action that if a spider comes within range, I will smack it with my quarterstaff. Okay. And I will say, shall we drop Balder and make a stand, or keep running? Depends put, them come. Put Balder down and make a stand, not drop him and run, but free your hands. That's fake. Okay. I, I knew, I knew Monib was going to say that. Okay, so this larger of the two of these spiders, and did I describe them to you last time? I can maybe even show you a picture of them. Many-eyed and many-legged, they're giant spiders reaching up to the size of boars potentially crafty predators they are typically like look like they favor the canopy treetops above you not a ground level at the moment and they look like this Ugh. Uh, about the size of a very large dog like an alsatian type size thing but that's just the body the legs are a lot longer than that horrible looking uh so this thing Starts skittering across to um, towards you all. Obviously, can see 
So that's a, it's about 30 feet above you at the moment. It says something some of you might be able to understand in a very harsh language. Not sure what that means. Okay, and next up is Amalfrida. Okay, so I'll lower Baldor to the ground, uh, just step sort of in front of him and ready my shield and axe. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, that'll be my turn. Okay, and the other Atacop starts heading towards Sigma by the things. Honing in on you, moaning your action. <clears throat> okay, if I act action surge, that means I'll get two bow shots. Uh, yes. Okay, I'll action surge. I don't know how do I activate that? It's just a click on it, nothing happens. So, no, so first it just. I'll just uh, tick it. It toggles it to make sure you've, because you can only use it once per rest, basically. So it shows you've done it, and now you literally would get two attacks on whichever one you want with your bow. Okay, the one that's going for uh, Sigmar, because I'm kind of confident in what Amalfrida can do. Okay. I'll do. It's a hit. Oh, oh. Nice damage. So what did that look like? Okay, so he takes, uh, he, he sees uh, Amalfrida take a step over, looking quite grim, and he just goes, right, let's get us over and done with, and flip as far as an hour as quick as he can. And it seems to strike it, miss, going for the big bulbous abdomen, uh, uh, or is that the thorax? I can't remember which one those are, but gets it uh, straight in the middle. Oh, good. Spine shot. <laughs> um, okay. So there's another, another attack. Didn't Monin say he's doing an action? Uh, yeah, sorry, Monin, you action surge, you do have a second attack. Does it seem to be moving onwards? It still looks like it's coming, yeah. Nice. Another hit. Oh, this one's a glancing shot. Gone a bit too quick this time. And he just nicks, nicks a Get it off a leg, uh, <laughs> which was which was nice. Uh, just like didn't didn't stick in this time. Sigma, you get to act. Uh, I'm going to shoot the same one. Okay, good luck. Is that a hit? Uh, so you didn't target Targeting. it. So you you can drag it onto either the combat tracker or the map that white box with the dice rolls in and it would tell you if you hit or not yes it did so if you target it now and roll the damage it should automatically apply yeah, but yeah, the thing it chooses the damage doesn't he it rolls two you dice do, sorry. No. yeah so roll, roll your damage twice and drag whichever one you is better to it. Uh, so. net. Net. I'll have the second one I think <laughs> okay ungainly has got Two arrows stuck, almost feather deep inside its carapace uh, and abdomen. It's back. pretty messy. To let somebody more uh, substantial stand in the way. <laughs> somebody substantially braver. <laughs> okay. More heavily armoured. Okay, nice yeah, shot. Athos, you're up. On the one hand, it would be nice to rush over and finish this spider off. On the other hand, I will look like an idiot if I don't hit it. It's also 30 feet in the trees at the moment, so that would be... In which case, I can't read it. That well. makes my decision for me. In which case, I will... It's 30 feet up in the trees, isn't he? So I will be... Uh, I will, again, I will burn a inspiration to give me a chance of hitting him with a thrown dagger. 
Okay, uh, so attack with I'm no penalties. Me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Target and attack. Good luck. Looking pretty wounded. <sighs> or, unfortunately, dagger attack flies one wide. Out, one out of ammo. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, you may not have any daggers left. That says I've only got one. I'm sure I've got two on my infantry. I'm sure I so have. Did it roll that with advantage? No, because no, I was using the advantage to counteract the disadvantage of being greater than at long range. Uh, I've missed him anyway, haven't I? So. Yeah, dagger gets lost. You do not have any yeah. daggers left now. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. I won't move. Okay. Safety in numbers and all that. Okay, one of these things starts sputtering again. Oh, they're horrible. It's making a beeline straight down towards Amalfrida. Those noises are horrible. <laughs> yeah, John, that's not you just shaking, shaking your cheek with your with your finger, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Right. Um, let me see. Okay. And it, it starts scurrying down a branch and tree. It's kind of going around very quickly around the trunk of a tree. And it skitters right the way in front of Amalfrida, uh, but it it's obviously used a lot of movement to get there. It doesn't get an attack this time. Amalfrida, it's looking very menacing, literally right in front of you. Okay, so I'll just uh, attack it with um, my axe, I think. How about it? It did it. Dodged wildly back, screeched at you as the axe flew just wide. The other Atacop, looking pretty wounded, is coming in towards you. Gets to within really 10 feet away and about. It's come down towards you a bit, maybe 20 feet off the ground now. And at Monin comes this horrible sticky web that it flies out of its spinner. And it strikes you straight in the chest and worst in the beard. <gasps> oh no. And unfortunately, Onin, you're restrained by this. It's kind of stuck into surrounding bushes, tree branches, your beard, <laughs> your clothing. You're struggling in this web and are held fast at the moment. You've been slimed. <laughs> <laughs> Onin, you are up. You're currently restrained, but you might be able to break loose. Yeah, that's exactly what you'll try and do. He'll um, just concentrate on trying to get himself free. Okay, so it will take an action. You can make a strength athletics check to try and break away from it. Good luck. Okay. Get off me, you bastard! And there's the ripping sound of beard and webbing and <laughs> moaning. Moaning is a bit of a screech and he's going to obviously need to shave more carefully for the next few days. But he rips free of this thing. Well done and very good. And you kind of rip free, pull yourself back five feet from where the web struck and you are free. It took an action to do that, however. You can move if you want. Yeah, have I got a bonus action to like change weapons and that kind of thing? Yeah, uh, so as a free action, you can change uh, one weapon. Um, uh, actually, are you a two-weapon specialist? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm shield and warhammer. Okay, so yeah, at the moment you've got basically a bow. Yeah. 
out. Okay, so yeah, it's a free action to draw and sheath, and there's a bonus action. I'll say you can you can get your shield out. So you're basically ready for uh, for melee combat. Yeah, so if I can just sort of drop the bow, grab the, the warhammer and shield out, and does that take any movement, or is that both actions taken? So that's free action and bonus action taken. You can still do a little bit more movement if you want as well. Just enough to try and get in front of Hathas, that's all. Yeah, no worries. Kind of move up to there. Or to, Actually, that that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. All right. Next back up is Sigma. <clears throat> um... So that one is badly wounded. Um, I'm going to shoot the one that's sorry, the colossal one that's uh, fighting Emma Frida. Okay, so to get a clear shot, you need to move to be able to attack without suffering penalties. It's fairly well. It's it's a ground level now, and kind of behind where Emma Frida is. Do? So yeah, that. That would be cool. fine. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe move another five feet. Um, I'll, I'll move you up there and just move five feet further, and that will give you a very clear shot. Perfect. Good luck. Uh, then I will. Um... Oh, I'll use my inspiration. Why not? Nice. That was well worth using inspiration. Yes. Or per perspiration. <laughs> now, because okay. the foe is adjacent to it, I get sneak, get attack. sneak attack. Yep. Which is nice. So, so I roll damage twice, a bit the best, and then add a d6. I think. Yep. So actually, what you can do is if you, uh, okay, six. That's good. I'd stick with nice. that one. Nice. I'll pick that one, and this this will be the sneak attack damage. Okay. So drag Twelve. both of that onto the colossal, colossal cop. Good shooting. Nice. And you've still got another ten feet of movement if you want. Uh, I'll stay there. Good shooting, Hathus. There's one right in front of you, nearly. <laughs> I think I'm equidistant from both, but <laughs> I You're will... You're exactly equidistant from both. I will step next to Moaning, because I'm feeling emboldened, and I feel that this one is nearly dead, so between the two of us, we should be able to splat it. It's only an overgrown bug, so uh, take that. Uh, did that work? Did I double-click? Yes, splat! You hit it. Oh, Yes! <laughs> you killed it with a terrible shot, but yeah, it, it, it was so enough. I didn't waste any energy. I did just enough to kill it. Ha! Gently poked it. I'm done. I've killed, killed it. Killed it. What did that look like? Apart from Hathers and Monin were really surprised at the outcome. I jabbed him in one of his eyes, jabbed him in one of his eyes with the end of my staff, and it sort of squadged the eye rather gruesomely into his head, and then he just his legs just all sort of tightened up and he just fell in a heap okay so there was a horrible snickering as he as he collapses to the ground his <laughs> legs all kind of fold up around him in a literal dead bug like pose yep exactly okay slack the pony finish them off what's this Amalfrida? colossal rears up skitters round and lashes at you with a stinger and his Tail and his hindquarters, but it misses. You, you manage to just dodge back, cool. just in the nick of time. And what are you going to do to counter your action? Well, Alfreda swings. There's a 
battle of wills going on between the two. Moaning, you're uh, not restrained anymore, sorry. Good man, half as it took fucking half my beard. And he'll, <laughs> and he'll step towards Abelfrida, bring his shield up to make sure she's got the protection, and then try and hit uh, Colossal. Good luck. And he'll miss. Col Colossal's dodging must, must be near underbrush and trees, causing the problem. Sigma, you're next to react. Tough buggers, these. Uh, I'm going to... Oh, it's, it's quite badly damaged, isn't it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run in and try and stab it. Okay, good luck. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, wow, this is a tough, tough beast. Athes, come on. It's going to take the... Uh... I think you know the plan, don't you? I'm gonna <laughs> move up to there, and I will, again, try and just squadge it, splat it with my um, trusty quarterstaff of destruction. I've got vision of you literally just holding on to the, like, the foot end and you've got a meaty, knobbly <laughs> top and you just, like, club it with it. Double hand. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> well done, chap. You <laughs> nice splat them. <laughs> We've so you're, these well you're, So Sigma, Abelfrida, and Monin are looking, like, look around <laughs> at each other, a bit bemused, <laughs> and then, like, all raise their eyebrows at this sort of, like, Old bloke standing there with a with his smaller staff in both hands, just <laughs> buried it in its head from behind it. Well done. Do, uh, do you remember, do you remember I, a few weeks back there, Arthur? I said, "What could you bring to the party?" Well, I'll just. Should have, have I should have shut it. my mouth. <laughs> with age comes wisdom, my boy. Have they gone? I think we should get the hell out of here. I, let's yeah, get, you can. Let's let me. Let me get, and you finally make it back to the horses. So I'm going to come out of uh, combat. You are back at the horse and the dog. Brand's ears are back and down <laughs> as you come up, and his tail's between his legs, and he's kind of on his haunches. Horses looking a bit skittish around in the forest, but it doesn't appear to have been attacked. Belgo's looking really worried and um, really angry looking. He's got like a grim expression on his face as you come up. Uh, okay, so you've got basically uh, an either dead or unconscious Baldor. You don't know which yet. You've just literally been kind of running for the last half a mile and fending as off spiders. We, as soon as we can, I will take a look at him with my, I presume, with my medicine skill and try and figure out what's going on. Excellent. Wisdom medicine check lets you try to stabilize a dying companion or diagnose an illness. So I'd definitely like to see what is wrong with him with reference to what the spiders have done. Okay, um, so yeah, you carefully and it's fairly tough stuff this web as you could could have to, obviously you can tell by now you carefully cut him free of it and peel peel this back and bell goes looking on in horror really it's his poor old dad lying there limp on the floor you then uh look him over carefully give me a medicine check you can do it in the open yep uh medicine so drag the dice 24 wow um so you can tell he's breathing. He's breathing very in a very shallow way. You would estimate that he's suffering from being poisoned of some sort. Okay, that's but no he problem. definitely appear he appears to be. You would estimate probably with that role, yeah, maybe ten to thirty minutes time, he'll probably come round. It's not not a very deep acting poison by the looks of things. 
do I think it's worth neutralising it, or do will he come out? Is he on the way out of it anyway? So give him 20, 30 minutes, and he will be out of it anyway. Or do I think it's uh, worth? I can spend a healing dice to cure one disease, neutralise one poison, or remove one condition affecting a single target. So I could just get rid of the poison, or if he's coming out of it naturally, then we can save our resources. You, you think he's probably come out, unless you want to do it in a hurry, basically. I don't think we're in a hurry, are we? We're back at camp and we're okay, aren't we? Yeah, fine. Yeah, so it's a, it's around so noon now, now. Yeah, well, for now, I'll let him come out of it naturally. Okay. So around 20 minutes later, he eyes flutter and he, with a groan, opens them and looks around him. He looks really confused. And, uh, Whoa, where am I? What's going on? Is his son around? Yeah, Belgo uh, runs over as soon as he sees he's Brilliant. been kind of... You're a bit concerned about Belgo. He's not as worried about his dad as you possibly thought. He's seemed quite scared, but he just seems really angry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not being like holding his dad's hand under his side or anything. He's just kind of seems to be playing with a necklace around his neck and just lapping twigs and stuff uh, in a very grumpy sort of way off the side. But he does run over as his father's eyes open and. He holds his hand and says, Dad, Dad, you're okay. Um, and there's a couple of minutes, there's lots of hugs and all round. And it seems that as you feed him Baldor some water, he seems quite confused still. But he's very happy and thanks you profusely for whatever you did to rescue him. He has no recollection of anything other than going to sleep last night. So no recollection of running off, no recollection of the spiders, which is probably a good thing. None, none of that, which is quite strange. Baldur, can I give you a wee tip? You shouldn't be travelling. You running off in the middle of Murakwit when everybody was saying not to leave the road and you went off. You nearly got yourself killed and more importantly, got me killed. Cost you half a beard. But I... What's happened to your beard? <laughs> <laughs> but but I but I didn't run off. I... Oh, I can't remember. I don't think I ran off. I know. Well, I, I can't... I don't think you're right in the head. Maybe he was in, un, unnaturally influenced. Maybe there's a hex yes. upon him. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, and he's like, puts his head in his hands and tears coming in his eyes. I, I'm really sorry. I just, I thought I was back in Esgroth. And I, I was so scared. I thought I was back there when Smaug attacked. And and I, I can just remember running and looking for my wife. And she was lost and I never did find her. And I managed to then find Baldor, and he's like very tearful now, with like tears are flooding down his cheeks. But I, at least I got him out of the flames. I never saw Hilly again. Uh, so it seems don't leave the house. Do your trading and try and set up a wee shop somewhere and just trade there. You shouldn't be out and about. Do I think he's got some kind of post-traumatic stress type disorder, some kind of mental disorder or condition, John, or is he just upset? You rec- recollect that this is kind of similar to what you learned or Sigma learned. He was almost like out of body or deluded about where he was last night. So you mm. don't know what caused this. It could have been the smog attack. It could have been something that the forest has done. It could be something he ate, drank. No idea, yeah. really, but it, it's, okay. he's not himself. So it could be that rich elven food disagreeing with him. So we need to <laughs> get out of dangerous areas then. A little bit of a liability, I guess. You can tell he's looking at Belgo very warily. 
which you would do if you thought he was five years older than you remember him being. Hey, he's a header. A water. A header? He's mad. <laughs> I guess what that was. I, I I didn't know what it was. So. Really, are we okay to travel? Can we get to towards safety, even if it makes us yeah, a bit longer? Yeah, you're quite keen. I'll, I'll just close that back. You're quite keen to get out of um, out of this area and just make make progress along the path again. And Balder, don't take this the wrong way, but would you mind us binding your legs when you sleep <laughs> <laughs> for your own safety? I have to tie him to a tree, but uh, when we when we camp, but uh... I, I I don't want to run off. I I don't know what came over me. I can't I can't even remember. I know, yeah. but I didn't want to lose half a beard either. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. You travel on again for a few more days, and you take the same precautions each night. You are collect, collect firewood, go just off the track, hobble the horse, and kind of make a decent camp. And tying Balder up, he's not had that same reaction since, which is quite fortunate for you. But... You're making fairly solid progress. Very wary. Haven't seen any more spiders, fortunately. Definitely not been following you. Um, and you're going, making quite nice time. Good. And how do Baldor and Belgo seem to be getting on? Normal father and son, or is, there still, is it still stilted or unusual or weird or forced? Not great. Um, they're, they're, that happy friendship of theirs in the first part of the journey has kind of gone. And Belgo's a bit introverted and Baldor's, I wouldn't say distant, but he's not, doesn't really know how to treat his son by the looks of the moment. Mm. Does it, is any, I'll, amongst our party only, Baldor and Belgo, I'll ask if anyone is, is anyone good at counselling? Because I think Belgo may, may benefit from someone with a, a nice demeanour chatting to him and finding out what's going on in his brain, in his mind. Well, Bonin's obviously the, the best the best counsellor in the party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably you. You're like, you're a kindly old granddad type figure. Sorry, oh, kindly old uncle I'm type a, figure. I'm a slayer. <laughs> Not by class, but I'm, I'm the finisher. Um, <laughs> I, can try and, I can try and have a chat with him. Um, and sort of say, how's it, you know, how's it going with your dad? Um, you seem a bit, bit wary of him, a bit strained with him after the incident, and see if he'll open up. Yeah, after a couple of evenings around the campfire, mm. he, he, he noticed very strongly that he's, is frequently playing with this necklace, something, yeah, on a, on a necklace around the around his neck, brooding and looking into the fire. He doesn't kind of snap out of it too much. You. In your professional opinion, but estimate it's it's probably the trauma of what happened to his dad. He thought he was going to lose him when he's not kind of snapped out of that, and that's why he's distant from him. Um, don't really know how to fix it though. I was going to say, do I think it's a some kind of condition that I can fix with my hands of healer skill, or is it just something a bit more complex and yet a bit more complex? So probably okay. time would fix would maybe fix it uh, because Baldor's not right either, so not going to be something you could really help with. No, okay. And right. if, I get, if I get an opportunity and there's not too many people around and I see him playing with the necklace, I might try and ask him in a nice, kindly, interested kind of way, 
What's that you're playing with around your neck? I've seen you touching it a few times. And leave it deliberately open to see if he'll whether he hides it and runs off or whether he tells me anything about it. He puts it back in his shirt and mm. yeah, it definitely doesn't want you to see it. No, it's fine. Well, it's mine. Nothing to do with you. Mind your That's own business. It's only making conversation, and I'll try and be as nice and fluffy with the lad as possible, so he doesn't feel that I've taken an unnatural interest in it, and I'm going to steal it at the first opportunity. Uh, it's it, it probably soothes him. That's why he's doing it. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, a couple of days later, and you're travelling when you're in a fairly dark part of the the forest. There's overhanging trees either side of the elf path, and the elf path is extremely easy to follow. And it almost strangely doesn't seem overgrown anywhere along it that you've seen. Um, I mean, things growing over the path. It's there are some overhanging branches, obviously, but nothing much more than that. But this storm starts gathering from a distance, and you can see it coming closer. Does it look like normal weather? Just a storm coming in? Yeah, it's no, it's a big storm. Winds picked up. Trees are getting lashed around. The rain's starting to come down. And you're all miserable. The horses are looking miserable. Like 20 minutes of this. Larger branches are creaking ominously. It's becoming very, very difficult to move forward easily with this. Don't really know what what you can do, really. Um, mm. Desperate for desperate for a place to to hide, possibly. Just really, really tough. And it's a storm. If anything, over time, it just gets worse and worse. It's you cannot make yourselves hear over the noise and it's fleeting even uh, lightning coming down into the wood all around you you need somewhere to go and hide now the Baldor, Baldor and Belgo are looking petrified and shivering um, so we need some safe cover yeah the, it's like whole buckets of water seem to be almost like dumping on your head it's horrific um Thunder and lightning, there's water tricking from the trees and then copious amounts of dozens of even little streams and rills start flooding a forest floor around your feet. In the tower, give me a survival check, Sigma. Uh, dear. Oh, dearie me. Okay, so you, as the lightning flashes... Do I survive? <laughs> <laughs> You, you do. More, more importantly to the rest of you, survive. you spot an unusual sight at some distance from the path, probably uh, maybe 100 to 200 feet away from the path. Um, there's a huge dead hollow tree up ahead. And what's strange, you, in the lightning flash, you saw a thin plume of wood smoke rising from the top of the uh, the tree, or this hollow hollow tree. Someone looks to be living inside it. Warmth and shelter. Log people in Mirkwood, not suspicious at all. There, over there, in <laughs> shelter from the rain. But we're not supposed to leave the path. Yeah, rules are made to be broken. Crazy man. <laughs> you want to get any wetter? I can't get any wetter. I'm not too keen about this uh, lightning and worn cased in armor here, metal armor. Yes, maybe you should take your helmet off. Well, luckily, I'm I'm closer to the ground. Yes. <laughs> so, do you head over towards that way? The the thunder and lightning are getting more and more 
or more frequent. Everything suggests we do. Yeah, I'm, I'm heading that way. Big. Yeah, Mona would like to. Okay, you easily yeah. navigate to it. There's the the lightning is coming down so frequently now; it's almost lit up every few seconds. Searching around the base of the tree, you discover a, um, it's massive, probably twenty feet diameter. This ancient tree would have been. It's hollowed out now, but you find in one of the gnarled sort of root system as it touches the ground a tunnel that runs between the roots into the tree's interior no sign of anyone around you crawl into it um but you believe they can't be far away because there's a cooked fire in there unaccompanied mm. what does it smell um, like how um, earthy would be the best way to describe it, it doesn't smell yeah but nothing much more than that doesn't smell uh, foul no it doesn't and it's it's um you really need to get basically out of this rain because it's chilled down a lot and you just don't have anything to counteract it. And this is easily the best spot without searching potentially for half a day to try and find something better. And Balder and Belgago are looking very keen to get out of, out of it. And they're kind of, Belgo kind of walks up and looks back at Dad and says, uh, teeth chattering, can, can we go in? Yes. I'm, I'm going in. I'm going in. Yeah, we We've come this far. Yeah, Mona's going to go in. All right, so you, you put the... You kind of tether the horse on the, in the lee of the tree out of the worst of the rain. Um, there is some cover for it, but it's not great. But he's kind of hunkers down and turns his back to the to the weather. You've got a, a kind of tarp over his back to keep the worst off. And after a couple of minutes, you navigate in through the area and go into the inside and the sounds of the storm dissipate and you're inside uh it's smoky but actually surprisingly cozy in there it's a single round room about 20 foot across all sort of dead wood of the tree it obviously goes well below ground level the roof is a mix of bark and thatch that keeps out most of the wind and the rain it's not like a hobbit holds snug, but it's a lot better than being outside in the storm. Um, and there is a ring of stones in the middle of the room and a small cook fire burning with some hunks of meat, possibly rabbit or squirrel, on a spit that are cooking. And they, they, it's not directly over the fire, it's kind of to the side and they look nearly, nearly cooked. Uh, other unidentifiable bits of meat hang from the ceiling on long black strings. There is a bed of leaves and furs near the fire uh, on the floor as well. And what look like jars of water or maybe even baskets of fruit or vegetation of some form sitting in a cool hollow at the back of the room you're a woodman aren't you Hathas? yes yeah so you, you recognize this kind of style of handiwork as probably a woodman's work okay um yeah they're, they're pretty effective at surviving out in in the woods they uh, you're aware that they use hollow trees for shelters. So this looks more than more than just a temporary overnight shelter though. This looks like it's been built up over time. So I'll say um, this looks like a this looks like a woodman work, woodman's work. But I would recommend we don't touch or take anything or disturb anything. We should be grateful for being in the warm and the dry, eat our own rations, drink our own water, and just wait quietly and patiently. Hi. Okay. Uh, are you, uh, do you want to look around the the walls? <laughs> Yes. Check it out a bit. Or, um, all right. So it, it's strange. The 
you don't really find anything of value in here and you're obviously not going to be taking it just like no 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 I'm not, I'm not searching it i'll have a look around out of curiosity and appreciation but that's it um but as you bank up the fire a little and there's some wood to do that uh the the light flares sufficiently you can see a grim discovery on the walls the walls are covered in wood carvings of some format format depicting horrible tortured faces and monsters of all sorts mm -hmm. um and the most i mean there there are weird sort of spider-like creatures similar to what you've seen there are beak-nosed creatures out of myth potentially and probably more worrying is human or humanoid faces that are just in tortured souls screaming and those kind of things it's whatever whoever lives here has or is tormented by i don't know some horrible nightmares cozy place yeah it's it's a little spooky so you've kind of bell the rebel go huddle up to the fire to try and dry out there's some steam starts rising from you all as you're <laughs> as, as you're there uh, but it is very welcome there's a few drips coming through the ceiling but nothing too too grim um are there any traditions of sanctuary especially in a storm john such that even if this inhabitant was slightly angry at us being there or slightly uh hostile is there some kind of sanctuary that we know of where you could say you know there's a like a, a truce of a storm or something like that whereby you know there's some kind of trump card where we might be safe or or immune to give me a traditions check. law uh, traditions check yeah in the tower presumably uh, no, you can do it. The open, just role play it out. Twenty-one. Yeah, so you know if this is a woodman. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so the woodmen don't have things like I don't know, hotels or equivalent or inns where you they buy things. They're very hospitable to people that treat them fairly. Uh, but they're people who are who they're hospitable to are expected to kind of pull their weight as well in that situation. So you you would not feel there's any risk of this guy treating this as a threat um, if you're not threatening if he if you see anyone or anyone comes in okay that's good i'll try and explain this to others and, and say you know pull away be helpful but be respectful um and let's not anger anyone and we'll, as soon as the weather's broken we'll be on our way um i'll put this behind us it's been a horrible day all right okay so a few more minutes later you're beginning to warm up a little bit um and you hear this sort of sound outside and some scratching going on and huffing and puffing. And then a rank smell comes wafting into the chamber as this, what could really be called an, an old relic, kind of shuffles his way down very wet, straggly hair, straggly beard into the chamber. And that's where I'll leave this episode for this particular instalment. Thanks very much for listening. And for those of you who subscribed, thank you very, very much. And if you could like our videos, that'd be great. And uh, all the usual ways you can see what we do is in the description. Uh, but other than that, thank you very much. Cheers. Bye-bye.